Are you sure? Yeah, we were testing it. Stinks. Perfect. Real quick, but <laughs> yeah, I was just. <laughs> Go ahead, talk over the intro. It's okay. Full disclosure: I didn't finish end of days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Dummies podcast. Stigmata. What stigmata? I don't know. What stigmata will you? The horrible CGI in end of days is what stigmata will we? On with the show. <laughs> well, thank you, Autopilot. I kind of agree with you there. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. Yeah, you don't got to wait for Adam. He's not here. <laughs> I'm Angela. Ah, uh, Matt. And no, Adam, he's off watching Geostorm. Um, Again. For like the 40th time. It's his favorite movie. Because he loves it so much. Yes, yeah, he just loves Ugh. it. Him and Jerry Butler are best buds. Oh, man. Stigmata versus End of Days. These are only tangentially related. They're not as closely related as the other two movie twins we've covered. Um, yeah. Oh, boy. Although the the but devil they... does star as a priest in the other. Right? Yeah, exa- well, that's the, that's the <laughs> huge connecting Byrne. tissue. Gabriel Burns in both movies <laughs> in 1999. <laughs> so he, like... Filmed one and then filmed the other one, like back to back. Maybe they they might not have even been filmed in the same year. I mean, you know how movies works; they can be eighteen right. months, it two years been later. It comes in out ninety six, and then or Stigmata, anyway. Sure. I imagine, and or they might have filmed End of Days in like the ninety seven, but they were waiting for Arnold's cigar stash to come in. So they- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but before we dive too the, uh, too far millennium. into the minutia, guys. We can't talk about it too early, all right? Just don't, don't, all right, don't sorry. do it. Okay, don't, okay. Don't, don't, okay. We're going to talk about some recommendations about what we got this week, what we've been watching, what's some fun stuff that you should go watch on Netflix, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I'll start with Matt. Tell me out. Tell me what's up, buddy. Well, my girlfriend and I. You have a girlfriend? Inconceivable! <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know Matt has a girlfriend. Yeah, I know. It's a joke. Yeah. Go ahead, Try Matt. you ignorant slut. Um, wow. We are huge Marvel aficionados, sure. and we, we find Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh, finally, Ooh. huh? Did yeah. you? Did you like it that? And it was what's that? I was going to ask. Did you, you like it that good? <laughs> no, I was going to ask him if he liked it <laughs> better or the same as the first. Or most people thought it was no, worse. no, no. I didn't. I thought it was better. Let's hear what Matt has to say, Joe. I'm just giving him an example. Did not did not like it as much as the first. I thought that it was fine. Uh, the comedy level was definitely the best that Marvel has ever seen. But uh, aside from that, there the the rest of the film wasn't as strong as uh, any of the other Marvel mm-hmm. uh, cinematic universe films. Yeah. See, hmm. that's a difference of opinion. It is. I actually thought it was better than the first one. They took everything from that first movie and they built upon it and built a a stronger bond between the characters and it's going to be even better going forward. That's all. I just think the first time I watched it, it gave me a different feeling than the first. Yeah, it wasn't as much of a space epic. And I think it's something that I had to rewatch to appreciate. I didn't think the villains were as strong in this one. Like he, yeah, he... Spoiler alert, he ends up fighting his dad, who's a planet. But other than that, there wasn't really, like... They didn't even find out that was going to happen until really late in the film, and it's like... Well, if you read my review at moviedummies.com, I think I discuss about, at length, 
um, that I don't think the movie was necessarily about the villain this time. Like, it was about Ronan. It was more about the relationship between the Guardians. Right, right. Yeah. They def- and it was especially about Peter Quill and, like, what is the meaning of family, and especially when it comes down to the meaning of what who is your father. Um, yeah, I think that, a- that was you the focus been your of the father, movie. But it wasn't your daddy, boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it... <laughs> If you're looking at it like that, it hit it out of the park for sure. But I mean, if you're definitely holding it up against the first one, it's a completely different type of movie. Mm-hmm. That and first see, one I is going to be. With both of you, oh, I I, I thought that they were equally perfect. Sure, like they were equally wonderful. It was just one wasn't know. any better than the other. They were just how many wonderful. Uh, how many times was Chris Pratt shirtless in the first one? <laughs> Well, uh, Angela, you might be the most know. correct here because <laughs> they're, they might be too different to compare, to really compare to each other. Because that first one is a space epic. It's like supposed to, I think it's James Gunn's version of Star Wars. Honestly, do. Um, and that second one is right. is a buddy cop movie with six buddies. You know, so it's, it's very it's, different. It's even more than that, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's sure, like but you it, said, it's about it's family a really good and buddy friendship cop and... <laughs> And it's more like what is you know, it really Riggs and Murtaugh mean? buddy cops. Huh? It's like yeah, family. You know, like Riggs and Murtaugh. Mm-hmm. Hello, lethal weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, you're cutting out a lot. So Twice, I'm, you I'm ignorant slut. Like every fourth word. Whoa. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, Matt, you got anything else for us? Uh, no, I think that's it. And that is what they say is that. Angela, what do you got? Okay, so me and my husband and my three-year-old daughter, we sat down and watched Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> yeah, the boys watched that. Did you like it? <laughs> um, it was definitely un- good. Expected. <laughs> Un-good. What's that word? What's that, food mouth? Um... Uh, Shannon choking on cereal? <laughs> I was not expecting this. I, I didn't even know this movie existed, first of all. I And I wasn't there when the choice was made. So I walked in within the, you know, the first few minutes of the movie, and I was just like, is this Woody Woodpecker? I don't... I didn't even know this existed. Why does this exist? And I was I was very skeptical about it right from the very beginning, because, you know, why? Why, why does this exist? Okay, sure. so... Wait, wait, but wait, wait. I actually found it... Mm-hmm. You found it. Finish that sentence. I, I actually found it to be fun and charming. It was. It was. It was an interesting story. Did you watch Woody the Woodpecker as a child, like the cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Matt. Woody awesome. Woodpecker and Chili Thank Willy. Thank you for doing my impression this week. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Joe's face is like. What? I don't think you're getting away with it that easy. <laughs> Gotcha. Chili Willy the so Penguin. T- so yeah, I mean, well, tell me more. Was Chili Willy in yeah, the movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Chili Willy was not in it. No. Well, it was, what's the point? You know, it, uh, because it was Woody. I mean, he was always the Chili Willy was know. always the best part mm-hmm. of Woody the Woodpecker. The little clip. I don't. From what I remember, Chili Willy was like its own segment within Woody the Woodpecker. Correct. So like Chili and Woody never interacted. Uh, once or twice they did, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I'm yeah. thinking I remember once at least for some sure. kind of crossover yeah. episode or something. Yeah, it was a big, big event. <laughs> like when this Saturday Batman. morning, 
choke on your checks while you watch Woody and Chilly Willy talk to each Wait, they're both kind of wiener names. Oh, wow. Right? I just, just realized they that. They sure are. Okay, Angela, anything else you got for us? Explains a lot about my personality. No, that's it. <laughs> that's it? Hmm, I got a lot for y'all. Oh. I'm sure you do. How many how many Hallmark movies are we looking at? Two. Two Hallmark movies. Well, awesome. uh, hold on. Before you get started. Aww. I know. I'm going to go ahead and recommend to any podcast listeners um, to go listen to Hollywood Babylon number 311. Angela <laughs> uh, sends in an email... <laughs> And it's embarrassingly <laughs> hilarious. Angela, like our own Angela? <laughs> this Angela right here. And it gets read on the podcast and they make fun of her for a little bit. And it's delightful. And because it was it was about misunderstood, misunderstood, misunderstood song lyrics. Um, there's some lyrics she yeah. never knew. And uh, it's- yeah, um, I was I'm a big fan of Hollywood Babylon. I've been a big fan ever since it started. Thanks to Joe here. He introduced me to it many, many years ago. And I was listening to a fairly recent episode as I have been able to get out of my Harry Potter loop, everybody. Yay. So I'm getting caught up on my Nobody cares. and um, <laughs> there was an episode where Ralph Garman, the host, talks about how he has been singing the lyrics to a song wrong like his whole life and it was really embarrassing and he felt like a fool so i wrote an email (laughs) you made him feel better for sure (laughs) yeah so i wrote an email telling him not to that he should feel foolish at the very least go listen to hollywood babylon (laughs) oh i want to know okay fine go ahead finish okay so i told him not to feel foolish or at least he shouldn't feel alone and feeling foolish because I recently discovered that the song (laughs) Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the news wasn't nearly as racist as I had thought my whole life. (laughs) What? There is a lyric where he says, change a hawk to a little white dove, right? Change a hawk to a little white dove. Change your your heart to a little white girl. Jeez. Which as which as that don't that don't make uh, no sense. Smith pointed out doesn't even rhyme (laughs) or make sense. I mean, what does that make any sense whatsoever? (laughs) Oh, that's awesome! Oh wow, I heard that song before lyrics.com existed. You know, and I've just been singing it the same way ever since. If it makes you feel any better, our our own. I was in the car. Go ahead. I was in the car with my husband listening to it, singing those lyrics, and I just, it, it just dawned on me. I'm like, there's no way that's what that, those lyrics are. There's no way that's what it says. I just don't believe it. Sure. So he looked it up and we found out that it was what it really was. Well, the only reason you would was, know the lyrics to the song is if you bought the CD and looked inside on that sleeve and actually looked at all or the, the liner notes. Perhaps use your ears. Well, sometimes oh, come you on. couldn't hear CDs it. CDs exist anymore? <laughs> they have to, don't they? Mm, anyways. Okay, Joe, what is it you're dying <laughs> to say? I'm to sorry. White... Change a hawk into a little white dove's pretty obvious. I don't know where she got white girl from. <laughs> I was dying laughing. I was like, I know that person. <laughs> She's retarded. <laughs> 
But if it makes you feel any better, our own Mr. Matt here uh, argued with me, right in the face, argued with me that Free Fallen was free for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. And I went, Man. dude, the name of the song is Free Fallen. And you went, so? <laughs> well, check and mate. I can't argue with that. <laughs> oh, way to go, oh, Matt. That's goodness. the greatest. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. All right. Okay, can I now talk about <laughs> yes, all my recommendations? You can talk about all your Hallmark movies. Well, I'll start start with my Hallmark recommendations. I watched a good one and a not so good one. So another mystery movie was called The Morning Mystery. Morning Show. Oh, The Morning murder. Show Murder. That's what it was called. Oh, I guess. Did I got you watch the- it? Yes. <laughs> I must have typed it wrong on my notes. Perfect. It wasn't a good one. I didn't like it. It was about a morning show and a murder happened. But I can tell it really stuck with you. It didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> it just, I automatically knew who the killer was. And that's boring. So I was, I was turned off completely. I was like, lame. Okay. The other good Hallmark movie I watched. The other good. So you've watched one other good one besides this one? Okay, let's hear it. Just this week. Oh. Hello. What? Anyways, it's called One Winter Weekend. Dwight, you slut. Stop calling me Dwight. I'm so not like Dwight. <laughs> like two separate souls. Uh, Can you read your own typing? Yes. I'm okay. looking for the actress in One Winter Weekend because she was in another Hallmark movie. Hmm. And I enjoyed the other Hallmark movie that she was in. But this is a cute little love story, how she goes away for the weekend. And it's kind of like a life-changing moment that she has. Of course. Let me guess. She meets a dude, and they fall in love. Not really. They kind of hate each other. Yeah, of course. They start off incompatible. But let me guess. By the end, they fall in love. Sure. Kind of. Yeah, but the whole point is for her to... What do you mean, kind of, yeah, but? That's every Hallmark movie. Chill. (laughs) Mister, I'm going to start making you watch them with me. You can't. I can. Uh, okay, anyway, skip that conversation. So she goes up to the... Well, she doesn't want to go up to the mountain. Her friend is, but the friend, the other friend who's supposed to go backs out. So she goes, I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. But she has to write a story for the paper. And she's Tell trying, me, girl! She's trying to decide whether she quits her job at the paper to go back to school to be a writer. Or oh, she, you got to get what's good for you. You know what I'm saying? Or if she should continue writing for the uh, magazine to move up in the ranks. <clears throat> so she's trying to make a life choice. And she's sworn off all guys. What about girls? Oh, sorry. It's a Hallmark movie. They don't really do that, do they? Joseph. Her name is Taylor Cole. And she was in the uh, Hallmark movie Marry Me at Christmas. It was really cute. She's in a lot of the Hallmark movies. Oh, of course. Like. Yeah, of course. She's really she's a cute little actress, which no one cares. It seems nope. Like. This is a Hallmark. Nobody's gonna watch these except for well, maybe she listeners. She was in the Green Hornet. She's the limo girl. She... Go on to the next one, please. I I tell you, if Crystal <laughs> would sorry, end up caring sorry. about the podcast, she would end up caring about what ha. Shannon had to recommend. Ha, 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 ha. Well, she can find all <laughs> so. of Shannon's reviews of these movies at moviedummies.com if she's that interested. Yes, I did write a review for both of them. But Wonder Winter Weekend, I gave it a higher score. It definitely was a cute little movie that kept me going, and I kept watching it. The morning show mystery, I was like, just get through, hurry up, end. But I have two other recommendations. One of my recommendations is a book. 
I I teach. I'm a science teacher. Go science. But I also have endured teaching students the fundamentals of reading. Nobody cares. Just tell us about the book. And so I pulled this book off my (laughs) shelf. It's not even a level that I would read at. This is more of a young girl book. Young teenage girl, maybe 12 to 18. They have a name. Those are called young adult books. These are young adult books. It's called The Disreputable Reputation of Frankie Lauder. Mm -hmm. And it's a cute book. I I really enjoyed it. It's like this girl that wants to do what all the guys do kind of thing. And she kind of defeats all odds. And she's at a private school and she debunks this um, frat club that's mysterious that does things on campus but it was a really cute story um i'm hoping i can push lucy into reading it but i recommend it for if you're a mom or if you know a young girl it's a good book to buy and give as a gift so being so 1994 boys could read it too sure it does talk about sex be my guest um because that's all guys (laughs) talk about right what's the title again the right. Disreputable Reputation of Frankie Lauder Banks. Nice. All right. Yep. Young adult novel flair. And uh-huh. don't make fun of young adult novels like they're below you or something. That I Angela also... listens to young adult novels on audiobook well, I'm on not, a loop. We I'm just, just heard saying her that if a, an adult goes to read it, they're going to be like, why am I reading about a young girl in high school? Like Harry Potter? Sure. Exactly. Okay. You, now do you get my point? Point proven. Thank you. <sighs> do I really have to say you're right? I don't know. You must be getting sick of it by now. Nice fart noise. (laughs) Is that all you got? No. We have a recommendation together. A a dual recommendation from Joe and Shananan Banana Stan. And what is your recommendation? Uh, We watched this movie on Amazon Prime. It's not a movie. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. show On Amazon Prime called Absentia, starring one Stana Kadic from the TV show Castle. Yes. Everyone would probably know her as Miss Kate Beckett. Mm-hmm. She plays mm-hmm. another lady who speaks Russian on the side in this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's super good. Yeah. I we Well, she's super good. Joe showed it to me on Friday, and I was like, are we going to watch another one? But they're 60 minutes long. And he's like, Ugh. And then on Saturday, I was like, "We." I just said, yeah, keep going. We, and we binged couldn't the finish entire it. thing on, on a Saturday in the afternoon. It was that oh, wow. good. Yeah, we couldn't stop watching it. The mystery unfolds in a uh, in a very good way. It's not like they don't draw it out too far. It's, it's not like it's not overdone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the following with Kevin Bacon? Um, I started it years and years and years ago, and I I just lost interest at some point. And Probably after so season one. That I don't even really remember it. <laughs> How about you, yeah. Matt? Have you seen the following? Who what? The following. You talking to me? Yes, Matt. You. The following. With no, Kevin Bacon? I don't think I've, I've. I don't know why she's drawing this comparison. It's nothing like the following. She keeps telling me that it, this reminds me of the following, but it's nothing like it because it's good. <laughs> it is. It's much better than the following, but it gives me that kind of feeling because you never know quite what's happening. Well, our protagonist is a violent as hell person and you don't find out until the last episode you have no idea at all there's no leads i hate when they like kind of tell you right at the beginning it's like okay lame 
Yeah, when you go into the final episode, it still could be anybody. It could be any number of things. Yeah. Um, you're just not sure. And they kind of set it up going forward that there's more there's more to it. So that's nice. A little, uh, like little addendum, little teaser. I really liked it. I thought Stana, I don't know how you say her name. Is it Stana, Stanya? Mm. I'm just going to say I always Stana. call her Stanya. Ask, Stan- it is Stanya. Stanya Gatti. Ask her phone. Uh, yeah, she's really good in it. Her character is very flawed. Stana it's Kenick? not anything like Kate Beckett. Sure. Translate into which language? Anyways, shut it off. It didn't help me. <laughs> she's she's just good in it and the supporting cast around her is really good except for one blonde lady who she's like a piece of wood (laughs) people that don't move their eyebrows cannot act it's not just that it's i'm sorry go ahead i'm sorry i think i missed that who's a piece of wood what (laughs) there's a blonde lady in the show um oh I'm going to go ahead and look up, look her up. Like, she's acting, but her eyebrows don't move? It's not just her eyebrows. Her whole... There's Face. something about her demeanor that shows you she's going through what she's going through. Uh, she's she's just like a Lucky piece of for wood. me. What, Matt? I was going to say, lucky for me, my eyebrows have a wide range of motion. <laughs> <laughs> this chick's name... She can move them, too. She just chooses not to. Maybe it's because she's covering up her accent and it's hard for her. Uh, her name's Kara Theobald, and she's been in lots of stuff, but she's a voice actress for the most part, it looks like. She does a lot of voice. She's in. She's Tracer from Overwatch. Matt, do you know what that is? Oh, yeah. This, I recommended that last week, I think, or the week before. But do you know the character Tracer? Yeah, she's she voices Tracer, but in Absentia, I don't know if it's the American accent or what, but she's she looks like a block of wood, and she's not doing much. And it, huh. it's, the whole time, it reminded me of uh, Katie Cassidy from Arrow because her face was always dead, like she just freaking Botoxed the crap out of her face. Nothing gotcha. ever moved. She's she's supposed to be having all these emotions, but there's just nothing coming through. <laughs> who's the Who's the one actress from uh, Twilight? Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, it's yeah. it's way worse she's than like that. She's like infamous. Yeah, she's dead. Way worse she's than that. Dead. <laughs> she's dead inside anyways. Okay, so She's dead inside, yeah. She's dying. Her face is dead. Joe, do you have any other recommendation? I do. And just to to tag onto that, if you don't have Amazon Prime, I think if you're if you love good TV and and movies, I think Amazon Prime is worth your money. Um, their batting average, let's just say, is much higher than Netflix's. So Netflix produces way more content, but I think every single show Amazon puts out is good. So okay, you know what I mean. You you might not like all of it, but I think but it's, it's all very not, high quality. But it's not twelve bucks a month, you know. I, I it's I, less. You're right. I mean twelve. Bucks. What do you mean it's less? It's like seven ninety nine a month. But don't I have to pay it all at once? You don't have to if you do other things. But yeah, I mean, it's $90, but it's, or is it $100 now? I don't know. I haven't paid for Amazon Prime in a long time. They have to keep giving me free months. But <clears throat> that's what you get when they yeah. don't deliver to your house for eight Ever. months. You get like a whole year of Amazon Prime for free. Oh. Yeah. Um. Well, already. But I think it's only ninety or hundred bucks for a year. So I mean, that's it's like eight bucks a month ish, somewhere around there, right? And change. Mm-hmm. 
So it's it's actually better than Netflix in in that regard, and you it's, get all all the movies and stuff that go along with it that aren't exactly on Netflix anymore. Nickelodeon, I believe, is is on Amazon Prime too. So if exactly like on Netflix, SpongeBob, what's that? SpongeBob um, SquarePants. Um, I don't think there's a lot of crossover content. I could live saying. without SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Who's SpongeBob? Yeah, I could live without SpongeBob. I, 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 I desperately hate SpongeBob. SpongeBob, me boy. That was the. <laughs> that was the saddest. Uh, when the big one was little. What? Her love for SpongeBob. Oh. Anyways, uh, yeah, get Amazon. Prime. Anyways, watch uh, Jean Claude Van Johnson. It's great. And uh, Absentia, uh, The Tick, <laughs> uh, The Man in the High Castle. All these shows. Amazon is. Uh, yes. Amazon has a hit parade going on, pretty much. Uh, the next thing I want to recommend, I had to watch for class. It's a movie called Rope by Alfred Hitchcock directed this one. It 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 has some very Hitchcockian things, including his cameo, which is very well hidden. I won't spoil it for anyone who loves to look for that kind of crap, but it's uh it's very good. It's short, hour seventeen. Um and I don't know how familiar anyone is with the Leopold and Loeb case from Ooh. way back in the twenties. There's these two people who fell in love with uh Frederick Nietzsche and thought that they were uh Ubermensch and that they should just be able to kill whoever they want. So they found some boy in their neighborhood and murdered him, and in their hubris, they got caught. So there's a a play that someone made about that case um, discussing the topics of should should, uh, superior beings be allowed to just kill an inferior being and blah, 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 blah. And it was called Rope, and Hitchcock adapted it for the screen. And he shoots it a lot like a play, um... Most notably, the movie looks like it doesn't have any cuts, which must have been a very huge chore to do in uh, 1948. Uh, He also shoots in an entire roll of film at a time, so that's like 8 to 10 minutes in a single take. Now, in an hour and 17 minutes, that's like, what, 12 takes? 12? 12 cuts. Something like that. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, you know, Armageddon had 3,600 cuts (laughs) in, in its movie. So, thirty six hundred. Yeah, and this movie's got probably less than twenty. That's insane. And they hide the cuts pretty well. It's always usually on somebody's back or on a still shot of a hallway or something. But it, it's very good. It stars Jimmy Stewart, uh, John Dahl, and Farley Granger. And I really, I really liked it. Hitchcock. Well, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, I don't, I don't think you Zero. should murder anyone. I get the impression that your professor really likes uh, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> uh, Hitchcock liked Jimmy Stewart, so. Oh, okay. He's in a few of his movies. Uh, the professor said that he was miscast oh. for this movie, but I think he was just fine. So, stuck oh, on okay. that. I liked him. Well, I liked there him you in go. The movie. Yeah. Okay. And the last thing I want to mention is uh, going back to Netflix. You know, they do make some good stuff. And. I watched the movie The Cloverfield Paradox. It was advertised during the, the Super Bowl, the big game, if you were. And uh, I'm a huge fan of the franchise. For the, the biggest reason I'm a fan of it is that the sequels have almost nothing to do with the original. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's such a f- effed up. Never seen the original. 
the original is pretty good. It brought us T.J. Miller, huh? Rapist T.J. Miller, everybody? Anyone? Anyone? No, thanks. Hashtag me too. But the movie is pretty good. It's a straightforward found footage monster flick and people die and um, it's found footage for a reason. I'll just say that. But the sequel, 10 Cloverfield Lane, has <laughs> nothing to do with any of those people or pretty much anything like that. Um, it's, I would say, it was Oscar caliber acting in it. John Goodman is so good in it, it's hard to express to you without you seeing it that you would even believe me. But he should have won an Oscar for that movie. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is also very good in it. And then some stuff happens, so I won't spoil that. But this movie is a, is more directly related to Cloverfield. It tells you how the Cloverfield monster kind of gets to Earth, but it doesn't show any. It's like it's not really about that. It's about these people trying to create energy in a uh whatchamacallit, a particle accelerator. They're gonna smash some hydrogen atoms together and they're oh. gonna get unlimited clean energy because the world is in an energy crisis. Hmm. And it creates a paradox, so Thus, um, Cloverfield paradox. paradox. Correct. Yeah, titles. Craziness. So I highly recommend it. I thought it was very good. <laughs> if you if you like sci-fi horror, um, this is one of the good ones. Awesome. Yeah. So I will definitely check that out. Hmm. I was not a fan of the first one, but if you're telling me it's not anything like it, then... The first one is like Godzilla meets... Uh, what was the one? The Kraken. <laughs> yeah, what's the one? What's the movie in the in the nineties where they like the film was supposed to be like they went into this scary house or something? Oh, the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, that's it. Is Godzilla meets the Blair Witch Project? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that was I would say wow. that's a pretty fair estimate. Why didn't we do those two movies as movie twins? But even that <laughs> movie so was set similar. up so that it wasn't even about <laughs> the monster. That movie had nothing to do with the monster. It was about the couple. And because it kept intercutting because they're recording over their trip to Coney Island. It kept intercutting to them at Coney Island and why, like why they were me? in love. So, I mean, it, oh, it was a very J.J. Abramsian move to not make it about the thing <laughs> that it was about. Did you make a new word up? Sure. Moaner. I had a moaner. Um, before you watch this movie, please go <laughs> seek out... Not a word. Uh, seek out... <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane. It's really, really good. I highly recommend it. You'll have a moaner. Yeah, yeah if you like John Goodman as an actor. <laughs> I, I do. I, I love John Goodman. I think he is a tremendous actor. Roseanne John Not, Goodman? The only yes, John Goodman. I, just checking. I don't think he gets nearly enough credit. No, and like I said, he deserves an, he deserved an Oscar nomination for 10 mm. Cloverfield Lane, and he didn't get one. Aww. So his performance Boo. is that good. Well, I will definitely check it out. Alrighty. Alrighty then. And those are my recommendations, so y'all know what time it is? Hammer time! Oh. My favorite now time. It is time for Santa's impressive corner. Okay, okay. I know you're all very excited <laughs> for my cool. Okay, you can stop singing, Joe. Okay. My cool. Sure? <laughs> stop. Go ahead, babe. Keep going. Come on. World's apart, I broke it in two. This is the impression for the week, y'all. No. 
No, you said you you were going to do one, and then we all have to do one. Yes. So, oh, you totally spoiled it. Oh, so spoiled it. <laughs> I'm going to challenge the movie dummies to do the impression oh. better than me. Oh, okay, no. guys. But Get your big boy you, pants on. It's happening. F- the worst part is I got to find a quote from this person for you to figure out who this person is. <laughs> Cause so I, that we can then try to do an impression better than you? Yeah, so don't... Okay, the rules are you can't guess who it is. You just have to do an impression of who you think I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. You got it? This could get wonky quick. Which, it's hard. Okay, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I've seen a lot, but they're... <laughs> I'm laughing. Are you I serious? Can't, I can't do this. This is what you think this sounds like? No. Oh. It's the worst part is I have different lines in my head. Well, do the lines that are in your head. Do the chopper. Not not the whole oh, line. God. Hold on. Do the line you were just trying to read. I want to know what you think Arnold Schwarzenegger sounds like. Oh, you totally <laughs> ruined it. Yeah, I ruined it. Was, it I've seen a lot, but nothing would make me want to cut out my tongue. <laughs> okay, that that got better as time went on. Okay, your turn, Matt. Uh, what's my line? You pick whatever you want. You pick your favorite line. Uh, from Arnold. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was good. What just? That was what just the chilling sound of your doom. Perfect. Ooh, <laughs> Joe. Uh, you ready? <clears throat> Whatever. You son of a bitch. That was a right? drop. Right, you sounded like, just like him. That was pretty good, right? Joe, you right? suck. That's a drop. Try again. Okay. Uh, do some my cookies. Okay. Okay. Angela, you ready? Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> yep. I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> um, I can't even think of a line. Put the cookie down. Anything from... From like True Lies, and I got I'm coming up blank. It's a snow cone maker. Uh, Doesn't he say to the chopper in that one? It's a snow cone maker. Remember, he goes when he's talking about the no. nuclear warhead. Yeah. It's a hot water heater. Uh, see, it's hard. It is. Is it? No, I, I can't. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Come on, here, here. The, his most probably quoted line in the world. It's not a Duma. Or I'll be back. <laughs> it's not a Duma. Perfect. Awesome. You sound awesome. mongoloidish, but I'll let that slide. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it was more Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh. I'm so proud of my movie dummies helping with my my impression this week, except for Joe doing what? a drop. No, that second one was me. Come on, autopilot. You totally need to bash Joe for that. Good one. Good one, loser. <laughs> there we go. You son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what do you okay. want? Who are you, and what do you want? Who are you? Who are you? What do you want? I'm hey, Detective John Kimball. Oh boy. Well, that was Shannon's movie impression time. <laughs> you know what time it is now, right, guys? Yes, I can't wait. All right, stigmata. End of days. The year was 1999. Oh, oh 1999. what a time! Y2K was a thing. I remember that. Oh too my well. goodness, was it ever a thing? Some people were trying to 
the whole date rape David Fincher's movie style and make a whole, an entire movie based <laughs> off his aesthetic, and they failed miserably. Other people were just cashing a paycheck. So. And my parents bought a cabin in the woods, thinking the world was going to end. Yeah, but <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> knowing that we were on the verge of Y two K and things were scary, how much do you think Stigmata made in the box office? Are we going to guess which one made more first? Oh yeah, let's do that. Good call. Which one do you think made more? End of days. End of days. Uh, well, Stigmata had ga- starred Gabriel. Burn, so so did end of days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say end of days made more. I am going to agree with that. End of days made more. Had Arnold bigger draw. Yep. Okay. Did Ooh, we? Everyone's correct. End of days did make more money, but I'm not going to tell you how much Which? it made. Ooh. How much did it make? Okay, which uh, one? I'll tell you it this. Would you like to know the budget? And twenty million. Ooh, never mind. I'm not For end of days. One hundred and twenty million, she says. Um, a hundred and eighty million. I think it made more. Hundred and eighty. Go with. End of days. I will go with ninety-five million. Ninety-five. So we've got what? One twenty. One eighty. One eighty and ninety-five. Who said one eighty? Shannon. Shannon, you win. Ding, 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 ding. It made 211. Oh my gosh, two weeks in a row. 211 off of a budget of 100. All right, and Stigmata. Nice. Guess how much Stigmata made. It's less. Uh, um, 307. Less. Less. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for to be like, oh, that's more. I'm going to stick with 120. I, I think it still made quite a bit of money. Mm. I'll stick with 95. Okay, I'm going lower than both of you. 80. Shannon, you win again. <laughs> oh, Are you looking at him? It made eight. No, she can't see it this week. It's 89. This week? Typically, she could look if she wanted, but things are set up a little differently now. No one needs to know that. Uh, had, a world, had a worldwide gross of 89 and a budget of 29. So I still think end of date. Actually, I think Sigmata was a bigger success because... Um, the domestic gross actually covered the budget for Stigmata, where it didn't for End of Days. It needed that worldwide gross to get across the budget, so it probably End of Days probably lost money. It was probably a flop, mm, right? So, huh. Rotten Tomatoes, guys. Oh, which one do you think has a higher Rotten Tomato score? I'm gonna go Stigmata for this one. Ooh, Me too. interesting. Ooh, uh, I agree. Stigmata, you're all correct. What do you think that score is? What do you think oh. Stigmata received? 7.2. Uh, okay, so you think that's uh, more that's... than end of days? <laughs> I don't right. know. 7.2. I don't know. It so, has Arnold. Uh, How can anything be wrong with Arnold? Stigmata, I'm going to say 32. Are we doing end of days or Stigmata? Stigmata. Oh, then I totally said that wrong. Oh, wait. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'll keep it. 7.2. I can lose. I'm, I'm going to go 18. 18. Angela, th- you win. It got a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. For some reason, Yay! I think the end of day's got like 6.8. They don't do points on Rotten Tomatoes, oh. but nice try, Nimrod. I'm just... <laughs> Why don't you give a good guess? 42%. Uh, it's less. 
what is with you guys and not paying attention? Uh. Shannon's out. <laughs> Oops. I'm going to go 10. I'll say 7. 7? 14. 14. Oh. Angela, you win again. It was 11% Yay! on tomatoes. Now, this might shock you guys, but I actually think at the time, Stigmata was probably the better movie, but I think it has aged what? much worse than End of Days. What? No. <laughs> I've never seen either <sighs> of these movies, and I disagree. <laughs> you still think Stigmata was better? No, I think End of Days was better. That's what I just said. No. Oh. I could not. St- oh, <laughs> I know we can't talk about the movie. I'll wait. There's parts of this movie that I We're getting I into it right now. Let's talk about the directing of of these two movies. The director has problems with water, with stigmata. Oh, Just my God. take the water out of the movie, the dropping in the, the rain. The dropping. Oh, Lord. Yes. Well that's, well, that's how you knew that the priest was awake within Patricia Arquette. And nobody cares. Yep. So what that guy was doing, <laughs> I don't know what's this guy's name, Rupert Wainwright, uh, he, he doesn't done good movies. He, he was, hasn't done good movies, good English. He was riding that seven train that Fincher started. And it's was, in the box. He was trying to make a Fincher movie, but he's not it's, David Fincher. What's in the box? Oh, sorry. So <laughs> I, I think this movie looked like and felt like. That would have been a much different movie. What'd you say? It's in the box. <laughs> it's in the box. <laughs> oh. Is that what the groundskeeper from Caddyshack would say? Uh, uh. <laughs> it's in the box. It's in the box. <laughs> Maybe it's a song. Oh, yeah. that is a song. Anyways, Stigmata, I thought, looked like garbage, and the movie felt like garbage, and I hated every second of it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I thought End of Days was watchable. Okay. Yes. I just... Stigmata had this feeling of the 90s. That I didn't like. Not just like. the '90s. It, it had that very specific "I'm copying David Fincher" feeling. But well, I'm not I don't very know who David it. Fincher is. He's the guy who directed the movie Seven. Okay, whatever. I, it didn't feel like Seven to me. No, it didn't feel like Seven it. to it me either. Feel like Seven. Well, that's what they were stealing from. Well, I'm glad okay, you feel that way. No, we feel I, different. That is a movie well fact. That I'm no, I don't feel, feel like anyway. It. That I was, didn't make that connection. It is one hundred percent what he was doing. <laughs> Just talk over Joe. He's stuck in it's his fine, ways. But as, I'm not as stuck as in my viewer, ways. It's a fact. You have to look at it. <laughs> which is fine, but as the viewer, it didn't feel like that to me. It oh. didn't. It felt I like, did not make that connection at all. Well, Wear shoes, it, it was not like foam flip flops everywhere. It was and so stupid. plastic jewelry. Everything about and the movie. Makeup. That's, that's pink. 90s, man. And, you know, this 90s. Patricia Arquette chick did a pretty good job acting, though, because she had to, like, be completely insane one moment and then normal and but then. Really I know deep what, voice, too. I know yeah. we're going to get into it, but the ADR for that was just garbage. The ADR, we'll get down to that in the sound mix, but yeah, yeah when, I, when she I was. Know we will, but yeah, when she was having the good. other voice come out of her, she was screaming. You could tell she's screaming those words. But the ADR voice was just like, hi, I'm a bad guy or something, you know. And it, it, a lot of times it didn't even, like, it didn't match up. It didn't match up very was well. happening and it was not good. I was just laughing during that part. So what about the directing, though? Just the strictly the directing. I mean, I thought it was fine. I didn't I didn't think there was anything really wrong with it. I, it, was I such, it was such a horrible ripoff. I didn't like it. Matt? 
Hit it. A ripoff of what? If uh, you just say seven again, I'm going to freak it's out. It's seven. It's, <laughs> well, it's a straight I mean, ripoff of seven. Matt? What's the director's name again from Rupert seven? Rupert Wainwright. Oh, the director from seven? <laughs> no. Yeah. David Fincher. Yeah, David Fincher. I don't think he actually, like, came up with that style of directing. I think it was popular then, and he just kind of perfected it. And But the person who did, who was it? Stigmatic. You said his name is some, yeah. Rupert Wainwright. Rupert Wainwright. He, he did not do well. No. And you're, you might be right that uh, Fincher didn't, like, come up with making a weird movie with these weird kinetic shots like that. But he definitely right, right. popularized it. And Seven was a hit movie. Right. And so the studio was like, let's make a movie like Seven. Let's make it feel like Seven. You know, and it was a popular thing to do. Remember, freaking Fincher went and directed that Bush video for the band Bush? Mm-hmm. Oh, I almost and it, lost it. It was the same aesthetic. So, I mean. Is that the Naked Baby one? Uh, I don't remember which, no, that's, what the song was. Na- the Naked Baby was on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind album. Yeah, I don't remember the song. I just remember the video, and it was like a big deal because David Fincher directed it. Anyways, what about End of Days? I mean, this guy's name's Peter Hyams. Uh, he has done some bad movie classics like Time Cop, Sudden Death, The Relic. I mean, once again, it was fine. There, there wasn't really yeah, anything he... wrong with it. It, you know, it wasn't spectacular, but it was yeah, fine. It was, it was I think passable. he was okay. Yes, yeah. it was adequate, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think you can only do so much with the script you're given. Yeah, that's right. kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and he is the captain in charge of the ship, though. But so if you think one movie's worse than the other, it comes down to them. It really I does. Thought it was Tom Hanks, but I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part? the captain now. He said it to him before he uh, started directing. Where's my drop? You're so funny. You're so, so, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not hear it? I'll do it again. Dwight, you ignorant uh, slut! <laughs> actually, finished season three of The Office. Anyways, anyways, let's get on to the writing. I think these are the this is the biggest problem of both of these movies. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to make a, an end of days type of movie, and and it's hard to make a uh, religious type. You know. Uh, fanciful type of movie you know like well i think stigmata was supposed to be a horror movie yeah i definitely remember it being advertised that way and when i saw i i definitely saw stigmata when it came out um i did not see end of days and i remember it being you know it was supposed to be in the same line as the exorcist you know this woman was (laughs) possessed and you know she had to be she had she had to be exercised, but that wasn't the movie at all. And it, I don't no. know. It was just... mm-hmm. Yeah, it The was, Exorcist uh, was, was nominated fine. for an Academy Award, and Stigmata should have went straight to DVD. <laughs> I mean, it was, again, it was fine. It was watchable. I, you know, the story was fine. See, I think the story was fine, but I thought the dialogue was so poorly written in Stigmata that. <sighs> it was the 90s. That's not an excuse because some movies sure hold up. Is. Some movies hold up. True. You know, we we watched that movie Undercover Blues from oh, the yeah. early '90s, and we loved cute. the the dialogue in that movie. We yeah. thought it was great, and it was it didn't like 
get a pass because it was from the 90s it wasn't the same thing though it wasn't you know it wasn't some hipster chick you know or what would have you know she's not no that's not the problem the problem is the dialogue just sucked yeah and then it wasn't delivered very well either there was no thought in the dialogue no i don't it didn't have a flow to it is kind of how i felt like stigmata they show us this church scene at the beginning. We're at the Vatican. Then we jump to New York. And it's now we're crisscrossing back and forth and getting bits and pieces. It just didn't have a good flow to the story for me. Where end of days, you're with, what's his name, Jericho? And you, <laughs> you kind of, Jer, you kind of, <laughs> you're him. This character and his story is what you're going through and what affects him and that's why i liked it where stigmata you're following multiple people you're following the priest and you're following the girl and they're just in it didn't connect for me where end of days did sure i think you know this is this is even before a time when arnold started like actually acting in movies you know he's still doing the arnold thing back then right so i mean but I appreciated Arnold. He wasn't too Arnoldy. He seemed kind of real. He was subdued. Like, I think this was a precursor to like some of the other stuff he's done lately. Um, he's done some dramas lately, straight drama movies where he's the emotional core of the movie, and it's he does a good job. He can act. Oh yeah, it or, believe hmm. it or not. Yeah, I don't believe it. But it's it's absolutely one hundred percent true. Uh, I, okay. I was just, just as surprised as you. And then he still does movies. He did this movie called Killing Gunther for Taron Killam uh, from Saturday Night Live. It's Taron Killam's movie. He wrote and directed it. And uh, he is 100% Arnold, like times a billion. And he's hilarious. <laughs> There's more than one Arnold? He, it, I'm confused. It's insane. But anyways. Okay. I recommend you Matt, watch do you have Killing anything Gunther. to say about the cinematography? Writing. The writing? Where am I? What? We're talking about writing. <laughs> writing. I, We're still on writing. I kind of agree with Joe that the writing was the weak point for both these films. Yeah. I thought um, it was slightly better for I, End of Days. I don't know about you. I don't think it was like as abysmal as it seems. I think uh, had the cinematography, yeah, cinematography, the directing, and the sound mm-hmm. been uh, better performed, then it actually wouldn't have been as bad. Do you think it's a situation where all these parts are equally bad? So you start, you can start picking at stuff where if these people were delivering like a dynamite performance, you might overlook some of the lighting issues or. I think it's just, it weighs it down enough that you can't just, unless they give some kind of like Oscar worthy performance, it's just going to seem more terrible than it actually is. Yeah. And you know, and Stigmata had a lot going for it. It had a good cast. But yeah, it's the only person in that movie who I think gives a convincing performance, which we'll get to in a little bit, is the High Sparrow. But before we get there, let's talk about some cinematography. How are these movies shot? We all know that I didn't like Stigmata. Uh, I did didn't you guys like it think? either. Um, I mean, I didn't. I yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I think yeah. the cinematography was pretty bad. I think it was. I don't think it was probably well just, either. What's that? It was lit. It wasn't lit well. Everything looked really grainy. Because it was lit, no. man. Anyway. Yeah, they they were definitely '90s films. I was like, oh man, was it really, like, was the film quality really this bad back then? It, like uh, I, th- I think they were going for that seven aesthetic, 
that grainy yeah. look, that well, dirty I look. I, I don't think uh, End of Days was even that much better. I think it was pretty... It kind of shows its age. Yeah, I think the cinematography for End of Days was better, but we have to lump in... Um, we have to kind of combine cinematography and production design for a second and talk about the special effects. Um, the, the CGI in End of Days was even bad for the time. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it was it wasn't very good. I mean, I thought the special effects in in Stigmata were were pretty good. Yeah, there was uh, nothing crazy about them. Yeah, I mean, they were all right. There, there was nothing. Again, nothing really wrong with it. Just not spectacular. The fire at the end of the movie in Stigmata was so obviously green screened. Yeah. Oh right. That, yeah. That yeah, it was really sure. bad. It didn't blend very well. Sure? I thought the fire. Was, fire is sure one of the most difficult things to CGI, though. I mean, you can't really CGI. Well, they didn't CGI fire. the fire. Just, that was real huh? fire. It was real fire. For real, yeah, that was real fire. They just green screened them into you. the room. They shot them oh. at separate times. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. And they didn't, yeah, they didn't do their map well. very well. It wasn't <laughs> blended very well. No. No, I thought it, I thought it was CGI fire. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how, how bad, bad it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they would have attempted that in 1999. It, it, people don't even really attempt Probably it now. Fire is as cold as it is in here in Michigan, I rub my hands together and like put them against the screen because that was real. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, Burn. I, the the lighting in End of Days was very dark in a lot of the movie. Like they played with a lot of actual like lighting, especially when we were in his apartment at the beginning. In, in, in Arnold's apartment, when yeah. he's making his disgusting smoothie. Chairs. Mm. <laughs> looked delicious. What do he pick yeah, up off I the mean, floor? You can barely like see what's going on. Crap on the floor, and he's like, like pizza. He put pizza and Chinese food and a banana, and then. It obviously cut away, and it wasn't that stuff because there's no way on earth Arnold would drink that. <laughs> <laughs> right? He did. He just spit it out. Well, after. While he's while he's going through the ingredients, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I could actually stomach that. And then he picks the thing up off the floor, and I'm like, nope, wouldn't happen. <laughs> Not doing it. That's some of the crap we would have made you eat back in high school. See, we'd buy Shall you dinner, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. See, that <laughs> doesn't faze me. But... Yeah. The... You, start, you start stepping on stuff and then picking it up to put it in, and then I'm I'm done. I would say that the cinematography for Stigmata is bad, and for End of Days, it's uninspired. That's where I kind of ended up. Uninspired? Mm-hmm. Just, it's just like, it's so standard fare. It's just like the rest of these guys' movies. It's probably the same cinematographer. I didn't look it up, but Time Cop, Sudden Death, and The Relic. I mean, they're all just so basic. They're all, But they're all good, bad movies. Like, Time Cop's ridiculous and fun. <laughs> I would say that the cinematographer for Stigmata stunk with his water crap. It was, he was working with the director. trying. They're, they're going after an nope. aesthetic, and they, they did it. They just didn't nope. do it well. I was tired of water. I felt like I had to pee completely during every scene of this movie. <laughs> it's raining. It's dropping water. It's dropping water. It's raining. I was like, stop with the water. I get it. I was annoyed. Yeah, I can hear you pretending water over there. So let's go into the editing, guys. Uh, I, I wow. think you know where I'm going to end up with this one. <laughs> where you're going to end up? Yep. Go what ahead. You, the editing and stigmata was rough, <laughs> to say the least. Rough. Rough, rough. That kind of yeah, rough? Every time she's having rough. a little, um, I don't know what you'd call it, 
priestly demonic it's not demonic because she wasn't even like possessed by a demon it was just a it was no just a, she was, it was a good guy by a priest a, the good guy was possessing her and causing her all this problem right every time she's having one of them fits the editing got super choppy super quick trying mm-hmm. to jump all over the place and make you feel frenetic and fast paced and it just was so sloppy so do you think it's not done well it was bad acting then and not no. editing I, uh, no. What are you going to do? I mean, flop around on the floor, Patricia. Okay, like this. And if you have that director, he'll go, yeah, that looks great. And then you have to cut it into a million pe- It's Everybody okay. did the best they could, I think. Okay. I think so. Sure. I mean, Had, Patricia Arquette, did, she she did a pretty good job. I, she's I a great actually actress. Rather I mean, impressed. I, I, I've never really thought much of her as an actress, to be quite honest. So I, I was rather impressed with her performance. I think we'd get a really great movie if Fincher directed this thing, but oh well. This is what we're stuck with. Because, geez, Gabriel Burns acted his butt off in both. He did okay in Stigmata, but I thought he was having having a ball in End of Days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure, for some reason, I think he did Stigmata first. And then End of Days second. He was like, hell yeah, that's better. Yeah, I'll play this. I'll play the devil. Because there's no way he did end of days and then decided to do Stigmata and be like, sure, I'll do this. There's no way I you could follow like it up. The weird titty crap at the beginning. Yeah, you know. Oh my gosh, that was really weird. <laughs> I didn't like that either. He just that was, whipped her tatty out of her shirt and just started kissing her. But before he started kissing her, he just like stared down her, you know, her husband or boyfriend or whoever was sitting with her. Like he's like, hey, what are you doing? And He's just like staring him down, and the guy's just like, yeah, okay. Right. And the chick was all yeah. about it. So, I mean, she was no, all about it. No hashtag but me too's I mean, there. I mean, that's the thrall of Lucifer, you know? Yeah. Dude just... pisses gasoline, apparently. It's some black liquid. I know that. <laughs> Kerosene. Not racist. Uh... <laughs> I loved when he was just like, when he saw the kid with the Satan rule shirt, and he's like, I like your shirt. And the yeah. kid's like, screw you. Then he makes him get hit by a bus. I thought that was funny. Ugh. So, like, <laughs> end of days, I think that they spent, like, a lot of their editing budget on the opening credit sequence. Because it was, like... It was so long. They, somebody fire. got paid overtime for it. Fire. This <sighs> imaginary Parchment, demon. Demon stuff. Fire. Secret weird things. Do you, you guys notice in both films they had a theme of uh, like rock and rolls the devil and shit? Yeah. Kind of. With the yeah. music? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely more prominent in uh, Stigmata. End of Days. Really? No, End of Days. Yeah. Every time that guy showed up on screen, it was, it was some kind of rock and roll song. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. they were half right when the one scene when he's banging those two chicks and they're playing Limp Biscuit. Like, yeah, that oh, makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, we were all so delusional in the 90s to give them hit records. (laughs) I mean, they did it all for the nookie. What do you They should have played the thong song. Exactly. You know, the saddest thing about that is I think music has actually gotten worse since then. (laughs) It definitely has. Wow. Some has gotten better, though. Some. So we're into acting. I definitely think End of Days took. I, I don't End know why. End of Days why is character actor movie heaven. There's so many Good. great character actors in that movie that they can do more with a crap script and have fun with it than, exactly. than just the few people. I mean, Stigmata has a very small cast. Jonathan Price very, is Very, very small. 
and Jonathan Price crushes, um, even his bad lines, he totally sells it. <laughs> he's like, I'm the freaking high sparrow, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who is the high sparrow? He's on Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Who does he play in the movie? He's the main bad priest dude who like, tries oh, to... Oh, that guy. Yeah. The cardinal. Correct. Which... Yeah, he's no good. Both these movies played really closely to the religious belief of Catholicism. Well, that's... If it's in movies, it's more than likely going to be Catholicism because that's what everybody knows. It's the mo- it's definitely the most familiar. It's the most easily accessible, and it they have the most lore. I think. Yeah, especially when you're talking to, about. There's a lot to pick the from. There's a stuff. lot to, you know, there's a lot to talk about, and they're all concepts that are fairly, fairly widely known. You know. Hmm. Yeah, but they're very ca- they're very Catholic in nature. I mean, that's why. Yeah. It's just it's just what's used in popular culture, even though. You know, Catholicism wasn't the first type of Christianity to be here in the United States, and I don't even think it's the largest. Um, it, it is the most it, powerful. It's just the most, yeah, well, I mean, it's the most powerful religion in the world. If we're talking mm-hmm. about dollars and raping kids, it's it's definitely got his foot in the door. But, like, yep. you know, that's, <laughs> why it's just, that's why it's just used in popular culture. I think it's because it's the most instantly recognizable. You know, you have a right. priest, they're wearing the stupid outfit. You know, they have all these crazy beliefs that, you know. And Right. Okay. So, end of days took acting. I think so. Come on, Kevin Pollock's great. I really, yeah. CCH Pounder. I Kevin, enjoyed. Kevin Pollock is great. Robert, Robin Tooney did a good job. I like her. Mm. I don't like um, her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like no, like, Aww. she runs funny. Like, with her, she kind of runs like Phoebe with her arms weird. <sighs> And her legs weird, and she's always got that well, weird she look. She had to because she's running away from Satan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I've seen her in other movies, and she acts the same. I just can't. I don't like her. I'm sorry, but I didn't like Patricia Arquette either. But I'd give her a bump because she acted her butt off in Stigmata compared to what Robin is her name? Tunney? Robin Tunney. Tunney, whatever. So I don't know. Personal preference. Yeah, I suppose. Tony's fine. I, you know, whatever. I, yeah. I just like it. I was a big fan of the movie The Craft when I was a kid. So sure. I have a special place in my heart for her. That's all. She was the sister in Vertical Limit, wasn't she? With Chris O'Donnell. I have no idea. I did not watch that movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> as far as I remember. Ooh, maybe we'll have to watch that one again. <laughs> Ooh, I was going to say maybe we should do no. that movie next no. time. No. Oh, anyways. No. Uh, so... <laughs> No. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of stigmata relied on Gabriel Byrne and Patricia Arquette, and, and you can only do so much with that script, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought great Gabriel Byrne was fine in both movies. I I also like him as an actor. I I think he does what he does well. For sure. You know, he's he's not a character actor. He's Gabriel Byrne. You know, I thought he was having way more fun in End of Days, he, though. You know, it's just. He definitely did have way more fun in End of Days, but he was playing a character that has way more fun. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about that movie I think everybody had more fun making it. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I mean, it was definitely... Sure. It's bigger budget. The, the craft services were better. I everybody bet. involved in Stigmata took it very seriously. Yeah. You know? well, let's look at the result. 
let's get into it then with production design. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, they Why had did blow the up. Have to live in such a Who did? Oh, the he's talking about the priest in uh, End of Days. Oh, in the Remember? basement of the church, <laughs> the weird basement, and Kevin Pollock's like, but it's rent controlled. Oh yeah, and they open the fridge, and, and it's you know he's wrote in feces on the wall and stuff. And the cat's in the fridge, and he pulls a Dean Winchester. And he finds a tongue in a jar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the like, quote you did from earlier from your impression corner. Yeah, I did. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yay me. But I couldn't stand Stigmata's production scene yeah. of her apartment and all the blow-up furniture she had and the weird candles. Like, who has that many candles in their house? 472 candles lighting up her bathroom, Yeah. That reminded me of, like, the witch Somebody movies. who wants to feel naughty was, while they're taking a bath, I guess. This is the 90s before electricity. <laughs> <laughs> but it was she, the 1790s. She also had, like, leaks in her roof everywhere in her apartment. Yeah, Nia Long, you know, weird best friend, is just like, mm, girl, we'll just let it drip all over your bathroom. It's okay. You got tile. It's like... Right. None yeah, of no. it made any sense to I, me. The thing that bothered me most in Stigmata was the fact that all the lines kept repeating mm. in yeah. her head. You know, like she'd be sitting there listening or looking at a book, and the last ten minutes of the movie would just play in sound and voiceover. I hated it. I'm like, why? We we were there. We listened to that happen. Right. <laughs> well, it just to me, it looked like Seven took a dump on it. But not like a healthy dump. It was oh, like gross diarrhea. Seven. I'm, I'm like, right. I'm to the point where I kind of want to be like, if you compare this movie to Seven one more time, I might just hang up. I can't find something else wrong with it. That's what it was doing, though. What's the it's, line? It's, it's the whole point of the movie. Is they what's were in make, the box? Somebody, some idiot in Hollywood was like, let's box, make a movie yeah. like Seven, and what's this is the what box? they came up with. I, I mean, I'm not wrong in saying that. It's what they did. I, I hmm. bye bye. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> things where I kind of want to be like, "You're not wrong. You're just being an asshole about it." <laughs> oh, why? Because it's like it's just it's it's like your only it's your only thing. It's not my it's only. It's the only thing. thing you have to say about it is that it's too. Mu- it's it's just seven, but done poorly. It's you know it's it's I I, I don't know. I just I don't gotta be something else to say about it back to production but design if everything about it is to ape oh, the thing then it. everything about it's gonna go Matt, back to it to i mean me it is what it is they tried to yeah. ape it. they did a bad job they, like they the aped church? it in the writing cinematography editing acting production design sound they tried to ape it everywhere sometimes when, you just when do you want me to leave it alone when they left it alone because okay. they didn't they made the whole movie like okay. that both you know Fair movies enough? had like church scenes that were similar well, they're very Catholicism-ish. Catholic. Hmm. Yeah. Did End of Days have a lot of city scenes? Not really. No, that they was had more a lot. Stigmata. I think End of Days had a lot more sets than Sigmata. Sigmata had basically the two sets. Yeah, so I think End of Days kind of gets production design. Because, like, it was more of a story, so you were seeing more. You weren't in yeah, the same place. Yeah, it was place. a bigger story. They All went the time. from hither to yon. Yeah. So... Like, the production of her in the bathtub and all? Nah. Not my thing. Yeah, I mean, you go... I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah. Where are we at? Sound? I guess we're getting into sound. Matt already kind of talked about sound. About the music being... Yeah, the music. Did anyone like the score for either movie? No. No. I guess End of Day said no. less techno? <laughs> <laughs> sure. It was It was very... Both, both movies were very mediocre. Normal. The, th- you know, the thing that really bothered action me... Action slash the- horror type yeah. music. The sound mix with Stigmata, the thing that really bothered me is every time something supernatural happened, you'd hear, <sighs> yeah, like every time, yeah, I'm like, okay, a... we we get it. <laughs> I don't need that. And it was like at the beginning, it was like every two minutes. Yeah, she's like, oh, mirror. <sighs> I was like, stop it. <laughs> this ghost has asthma. <laughs> I thought the ADR on uh, End of Days was better. Definitely, definitely. Maybe? It was still kind of bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was not great. I thought, I, the, I thought the dialogue mix was better for, you know, it wasn't like, there's, I don't know, man. Patricia Arquette, I don't think any of her stuff was recorded live. I think she had to do it all, redo it all in ADR. And I just don't think she could match her excitement for the day. You know, because okay. she, she was very animated and she was obviously talking really loud. But then the thing that came out of her, seemingly coming out of her mouth was very low volume a lot of the time. I don't know. You know, when the demon voice, or the priest voice, I guess, when the priest voice was talking through her, like, it didn't match. Yeah, she did not match the lips moving didn't match the the sound coming out. It was... Or her, the body... It was very poorly done. You know, her body body language, because she's screaming, yet the priest voice is just like, and I shall come and get you. But she's screaming. guys? So she should (laughs) have... I don't know. They should have redid that somewhere. I don't know. My least favorite sound part was in Stigmata when right? they were in the club. I'm like, what kind of music is this? <laughs> no, there was another like heavy metal song. During oh, yeah. One there's a lot of those heavy metal guitar riffs. Or something. I was like, what is this? If it was a band, we've never heard of them. That's how good they were. So. See, so, I don't. That's it, guys. I mean. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't really enjoy either of these movies but i thought end of days held up more better gooder better gooder i don't know not a word i don't know that i'll ever watch it didn't it. give you a moaner See, i had i had fonder memories of stigmata i hadn't seen it since uh <laughs> i hadn't seen it since 1999 so i remembered it being good boy was i wrong <laughs> perfect Any anything else you want to say to stop the recording shannon what? I'm not <laughs> stopping the recording. Oh, boy. I would agree with Joe that the Stigmata movie I did not enjoy, even though I didn't see it to begin with in the 90s. But I enjoyed watching End of Days. I don't know if I'd watch it again, though, but I definitely will not watch Stigmata again. So I think End of Days, for me, wins out of these movies if we compare them. Okay. I think I'll watch either of them again, unfortunately. Which one do you think was Days better? Somebody's like, what's that? Which one did you think was better? Uh, better overall, I would say End of Days. I'm not really a fan of either one of them. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, we'll get to that part in a second. Angela, which one did you think was better? Like, I don't think I don't really... You know, I didn't uh, finish End of Days, but I'm thinking probably that one. Okay. Because Stigmata 
was just that bad. You know? Yeah. Okay, well, what would we give? We all pick end of days. What would we give the rating? Shannon? Like, out of 10? <laughs> yep, that's our standard <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, come back to me. Okay, Matt? Uh, for end of days? Yeah. I would give it a 3.7. 3.7. Angela? You were going to say me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a 3. I'm, I'm going to go back and finish it, for sure. Okay. See how it ended up. Shannon. Angel, what'd you rate it? Three. And 3.7, 3. huh? I'm going to go with 2.3. 2.3. Because <laughs> Arnold. Arnold's a two. I'll give uh, that other guy you kept mentioning a 3.3. 3. Gabriel Byrne? Kevin Pollack. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, the other guy. His Kevin partner. Pollack. Kevin Pollack. I like Lucifer? Kevin Pollack. <laughs> no, Kevin no. Great. He gets a negative. Kevin Pollack was like the king of the 90s. He was just great. So I was great sad to see him working. get killed. Yeah, well, sort of. Which time? Anyways. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Joseph, you're I'm going to give it a two. Uh... Neither of them are good. I don't recommend anyone watch either movie. No. No, no, no. I would say go out and search this little-known movie called The Taking of Deborah Logan. Huh? I think that's an excellent horror movie that involves these types of things. We're talking about good horror movies? Everybody's seen The Exorcist. I'm talking about along these themes, right? A possession. Watch Supernatural. That's better than any of this. It's I a was TV about show. A movie, because we're the movie dummies, but whatever. Whatever. Supernatural's awesome. Yeah. Everybody's seen The Exorcist, right? Nope. Yeah. You've never seen it? I'm not even going to try. Oh, there's a reason why it was nominated for Academy Award. It's a very good movie. Matt, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very good. It's not as scary as you would think it is. It's, she would be scared. Not... No, she'd be scared by this one. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah. <laughs> She could watch either. it I'm safely. Say, I'm, I'm sure. Say if you want to watch, if you want to watch a decent, I mean, it's not terrific, but a decent possession movie, watch The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I think it's, I've seen that one. It's okay. It's okay. It's decent. I, I'm I it pretty was, sure uh, I saw that. Well one. acted. It was very well acted. Like a the white story was chick? kind of convoluted. But it was a really white well chick. Acted. They're all no, white no, chicks. No, a girl with a white dress. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I've seen it was that one. Played by Emily Carpenter. Emily Movies Carpenter. of the vein of uh, Jennifer Exorcist Carpenter. Aren't really, my thing. It's like, oh, you're possessed by demons. Demons. It's a cool Jennifer story, Carpenter. bro. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome news. <laughs> like Emily Rose, Emily Carpenter. What? What? No. Um, yeah. I'm excited to hear what the next movies are. As I put End of Days behind me. End of Days. The end of these movie days. All right. The last set of movie (laughs) twins, guys. Oh, it's going to get these. I haven't seen these in a long time. So Uh probably since they came out. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I remember. I haven't seen either of them. I remember Dante's Peak being good, but bad. And I remember Mm. Volcano being bad. But bad. <laughs> I don't remember any of these movies. So we'll see how Volcano, starring Tommy Lee Jones and some Whoa. lady. Oh, it's going to be awful. He and Dante's Peak, starring Pierce Brosnan. Ooh, oh, yikes. And Linda Hamilton. Who? Ooh. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Oh, ooh, ooh. We'll see how this. I, I remember like an old lady gets like killed in lava. 
in one of these movies. Yeah, she's an idiot. I bet she's it's like, I'll just get out of the boat. Like, is Dante? Why are you getting volcano? out of the boat? They're both you volcano movies. Not, yes, we have this established is... that it's made of acid. I'll just get out and push. <laughs> wow, I can't wait to see this part. Yeah, I remember it being like laughable. That that's what yeah, made it fun. I, my face, my face was covered by my palm the entire time. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Humans yeah, don't act like that. If we were in a boat, like like diagonal <laughs> to yours, and my grandmother was in, she'd be laughing at you right now, you idiot. Oh. If we were in a boat, I would push you out of the boat and row away because <laughs> I will live and you will and not. I don't know if you guys just heard Shannon totally forgot what we were doing, and she's like, they're both about volcanoes? So Whatever. <laughs> I didn't know the tie that binds them. I've not well, seen Well, Gabriel Burns in neither of these movies, so... <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Actually, What's he the might one be. titled Volcano? Yeah, Volcano. Yeah. I believe this well, is 1997 is the year. Well, I didn't know what peak was about. Well, I was that guessing. That is the correct year. There we go. 1997 was the year. Oh, Anne Heche is the... Was she a lesbian then? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, Don Cheadle. Oh, Ooh. yeah! Holy crap! He was a lot uh, like around then. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Jack yeah, yeah. Corbett. <laughs> hmm. He was Man. alive then. Oh wow! I yeah, forget me. Yeah, Don Cheadle's got to be almost fifty. So, well, I know. I thought like I think he, he just wasn't meant as an actor. <laughs> oh yeah, he was right. Around. I don't think he was definitely around. In fact, go yeah. watch this little movie called Out of Sight, probably from around <clears throat> 1998, 1999. He's in 1998 with George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. Very good movie. Okay, we can't spoil too much for next week. It's podcast. a Soderbergh. Um, yeah, so next week, Volcano and Dante's Peak. I think we're gonna have a little bit more fun talking about those than we did these piles of turd logs. I cannot wait. It's oh. a movie that has science you, you in could, it. You could say in it, but I haven't seen him in twenty years, so fun. they could be really bad. I don't know. An eruption in my pants. What? I bet they are. <laughs> An eruption in her pants. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I fun, but if that's where you want to go with it, Jared, <laughs> I'm sure there are uh, movies you with guys this are title. Thanks, Otto. <laughs> <laughs> I think he meant you too. Yeah, I know he did. Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a movie called Afterburn from 1992. Is this like a Tom Cruise? Or is this a Top Gun? No. Sequel? No. Dude, you gotta watch it. So, everybody, thanks for listening. We will get back to you guys for the last set of our movie twins. And then the next set of movies we're going to be doing for March. March. It's going to be March Madness up in here. We're going to all visit movies we haven't seen in a long, long time. Uh Uh-oh. And we're going to see if our nostalgia for them has changed. Holds up. So, we'll let you know next week which one we're going to start off with. But I have a feeling it's going to be Lost Boys. Because I haven't seen that since probably 1995. Is that your movie? No, it's Matt's. Oh. I I probably haven't seen it since mid-90s. I don't think I've ever seen it. And I remember it being good. Is it so with we'll Peter see. Pan? Yes, it's got Peter Pan. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> so yeah, we're, that, that'll be next on our docket. But until then, uh, you know, hit us up at moviedummies.com. Comment. Leave your thoughts uh, about what you thought about these movies. What's going on, robot voice? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much, oh Mr. Roboto. <laughs> this is nothing but dead Poor air. Did we did we lose Angela?
Yeah, I think we lost her. Aww. What? Is she back? Jesus. What the hell is going on? There you are. It's going to make some fun editing for me. like that to them <laughs> so yeah hit us up at moviedummies.com like i was just saying uh check out our reviews <laughs> co- leave comments let us know how we're doing and uh all that jazz and we will see you guys next week for the volcano movies and as always i'm joe i'm shannon i'm angela i'm matt come on arnold oh arnold um what is arnold how does arnold say <laughs> <laughs> he sounds kind of now. Don't uh, quote me on this, but he sounds like the former governor of California, <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay makes movies. Yay, what Michael is- Bay! It's <laughs> Every like week, Arnold you forget our catchphrase. Like Michael oh, Bay God. gives me a moaner. There Not a go. word. Got it. <laughs> Listen to me. Moaner. Listen to me. Moaner's not a word. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) I want to find out what you guys were saying. When? It's like, we heard you... What? It won't let me stop. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to these idiots. I cannot wait until the seas finally take over. Until then, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. And visit us at moviedummies.com for more content.